Hey, this is Ronja Kaminski from the Pinpricks. Greetings from Germany, and you are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. What? The Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor and nobody? No. Somebody. Me. Lee Gerstman. Why aren't I on that thing? I want recognition! Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast with a dogs barking in the background. Fucking dogs. What's up, Lee? <laughs> um, I guess the dogs are up. They're barking. Oh, God, yeah. It's like they sit there and bark. Somebody walks by the house. Somebody comes to the door. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's like, and, and fucking yeah. my, what? They smile when they're barking. They're all happy. It's like, yeah, let's get this on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they want to bark their asses off and they love it. <laughs> there's a, there's um a video that I, I'll show you um from some called One, Two, Three, Go, where one lady, she apparently turns into a dog. And so she's acting like a dog, and she's, you know, going over to the other lady when the other lady has these snacks or when she comes home. And, you know, it's funny if you want to see it. Yeah, I'll see it. Have you seen that one lady in the UK who identifies as a cat? Um, I've, I've heard about it. I, I wasn't even sure if that was true or not. Yeah, she says she hates water. She licks, she sits there and cleans her, she licks herself and cleans her face and like a cat and she likes her belly rubbed and she'll scratch you if you rub it too much. <laughs> like crap. She grew That's claws. a little bit weird. Oh my God. You know, there's people that identify as dogs. I know there's this 50 year old guy identifies as a 10 year old boy. <laughs> I know that there's um, people like my old relatives who identified as normal even though they weren't <laughs> i'm not normal i identify as crazy <laughs> i don't you identify as Maybe lean I... huh you identify as as yourself i i i identify excuse me as someone who insists i'm normal and that's why some people are scared yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, this COVID shit's been sucking. But hey, your subways are open 24-7 again, I hear. Um, I never took them really... Well, I did take some really late at night, but some of the subways only are certain hours. So you can still get kind of where you're going... But if you're going back home at about two or three in the morning, you have to go a different way and then walk about 20 blocks. Uh, okay. I, I, I don't know. When I see movies on people on subways, they're usually getting knifed or shot. So I don't know if I want to go on a subway if I go to New York. Um, 
I've been on the subway where I was the only person in that car. And I took pictures of it. And I was the only person in that whole um, place. And um, it's a place that's usually very hot. And people have their loud music. And it's crowded. And so to see it where I'm the only person in there, I took pictures. And it's pretty damn cool, you know? Damn. I, I want to go to New York because I like history, and you guys got a lot of history there. I would like to see the the physical graffiti building. I like to see the Statue of Liberty. I've been there. Well, oh, I know. I've been to the um, 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 Statue of Liberty long ago. That's That's on an island. I would go to a Broadway show, even though I don't care for Broadway, just to go. You know, maybe I'd be a rockin' one, you know, maybe some Elton John I show. was on one. I went to one because the women who were doing the show, they were they were pretty good looking. And it was just a interesting, weird show of them doing weird exercises and calling stuff out to the audience. And it was, it was pretty fun. And then um, it was kind of cool because one of the ladies... She was pointing at people. She was doing like, like, making fun in in a joking way, and 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 then she pointed at me, and said, "Hey, you, you're a little bit too, you know, um, sit down. You're not not quite the right weight." And I went, "Me?" And she went, "Yeah, you." And I went, "Okay, sorry." And she went, "Yeah, they're all sorry, but it was all men and fun." And and I and I and I was actually glad that she noticed me you know that's awesome man uh yeah, hey, and, hey, um, did you get that picture of uh that lady with the tucked in shirt i sent you uh yes okay that was from a show called rebel it's a new katie seagal show she's a regular character in that show she's actually her daughter in that show she had a that's cool she had an african-american husband so her daughter's black and it, she's pretty hot i liked her yeah i did too yeah, well, she's on that show Rebel. If you ever want to watch it, so she's always. I'm, I've never watched that show. It's a brand new one. It just came out. It's like based on the life. You know that one gr lady who's a lawyer or advocate who, uh, uh, Aaron Brockovich. It's based on like loosely on her. Oh, her, her okay, activism. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but she's not playing Aaron Brockovich. She's playing like it's based on her life. You know, her activism. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get it. It's a pretty good show. I love Katie Seagal. I, I love Married with Children. I loved her in Sons of Anarchy. I loved her as the voice of Leela on fucking uh, Futurama. I, I, I just, she's a hot lady, man. Even, fuck, she's still yeah. hot. Uh, man, I love her. She used to sing with uh, Bette Midler, too. Used to be one of her background vocalists. Now, now that's something I didn't know. Yeah, she used to be one of Bette Midler's background vocalists. I think she's in some videos with her uh man remember when bet bit midler did the uh beast of burden cover and she had she had uh mick jagger in a video with her that's one of the few songs of hers that i like <laughs> it's not even hers right yeah but what i mean is it's 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 well i'll put it to you like this the pointer sisters back then they did um, some interesting stuff back in the early days. They they um, were kind of cool, and then they did a song "Jump 
for my love, which I thought was like like a trying to cash in on how Van Halen did a song called Jump. And I was not a big fan of the overproduced thing of it, but it was an okay song. But if you hear their early stuff from like 1971, like Wang Dang Doodle. You sent me that. That was fucking ruled. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's. I love that. Good. I didn't know they sang like that. I I just know the Polish shit, and that was good. Thank you, because I like shit. You know, I like funk and and R and B. Yeah, and the thing is, um, they they did Broadway too. They they weren't they weren't totally R and B. They 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 did a whole bunch of stuff. So that's that. But but that song. They had the hoodoo rhythm devils on the, um, you know, backing band. band, and um, they're a group that I haven't really heard a lot of, but I should hear them. They they're probably from New Orleans. I I, I wouldn't doubt it, but but they were the the background musicians on that song, but. The, the first album by the Pointer Sisters, you might not like songs like Yes We Can Can, because that's based upon early, like, French 1940s Broadway type of music, kind of like Manhattan Transfer. I like Manhattan they, Transfer, though. Huh? I like Manhattan Transfer. I just won't review them on here because they're not, like, rock rock. Yeah, I... I actually kind of like them too, but, I, but what I'm trying I to like, say is ooh, like, ah, ooh, they, they ooh, do a little ooh, bit of both. Tell you about the boy from New York City. <laughs> I actually kind of like that. I, I, I heard of the Manhattan Manhattan Transfer back around like 1972 when I was about like, uh, I, 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 I forget what year I was, but it was like maybe seven or eight years old or something like that. Nice. Um, I, 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 you know me. I like harmonies. I like fucking great voices, and they actually rule. You know, I like the Manhattan Transfer, and I like Huey Lewis and the News when they did acapella too. You know, I love that shit. You know, like buzz, buzz, buzz goes the honeybee, Tweedledee goes the bird. You know, I like that shit. There's man. a group called Take Six that you might like. They're they're kind of like um, an acapella young teenage black Christian um, group, but they do kind of like jazzy stuff, and, and and they're actually really good. They 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 do some cool stuff, but they don't have any musicians with them. They only do vocals, but it sounds almost like a band. Yeah, I. I... Dude, I like In Vogue. They're R and B, like eight, like late eighties, nineties. They were really oh. good. You know, they 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 had great voices, and they didn't over sing like Mariah Carey going. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
They sang, you know, Whitney, like old Whitney Houston sang. They didn't like do the, ah, the dolphin screams, you know, <laughs> where they just go o overboard, you know. Look at my You're voice. Gonna trip out if I tell you that Whitney Houston um, did a remake back in the early days of a song that Robert Wyatt originally sang. Wow. That's cool. You know, you'd probably like that song of Wyatt. We should do another Wyatt album, but I'll pick one that um, his really weirdest one is the one that I love. But he's also done stuff that's a little more melodic, a little less psychedelic, a little less beyond your horizons. So I, I, I should pick something that's a little more simple for you. Oh, you make me sound stupid. But uh, no, but, no, no, no. But I'm a huge. Simple I'm a huge pro. I'm a stupid. I'm a huge. If you know what one plus one means, it means two. But I'm that a, doesn't mean you're stupid. But I'm a. If you think one plus one <laughs> means one plus one, then that's a little bit more stupid. But at least you know one plus one means two. Yeah, but dude, I'm a huge progressive rock fan. I love Rush and fucking Yes and and Dream Theater. You know all the ones that everyone knows. Well, so kudos to you. I like uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. I just didn't like Tarkus. I thought you did like oh, it. I think I like most of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, listen. In truth, there's stuff that even I don't know. There's stuff that you know that I probably don't know because I don't want to know it. But <laughs> the thing is, you know, um, you're more open to music than me in the same way that a guy who doesn't care for who he has yeah. a relationship with will just sort of open up and close his eyes and say, just bring me whoever, you know, at least you're, you're open. I'm open to hearing new shit, man. Um, I love, listen I'm not the one who does new shit. I'm the one who does old shit. Yeah, but and I do, I do as in you haven't heard of it before. Yeah. Listen, I love the first, uh, Greta Van Fleet album, but after that, his voice got irritating to me. <laughs> I can't stand it now. I'm like, oh my god, what? They fucking sound like shit. He's like, they're trying so hard to not sound like Zeppelin. They're like, he's going into fucking <laughs> like fucking that, That's that. Did you see my review of it? No, I haven't seen it yet. But that's exactly what I was trying to say. I, I, I was saying that some of the songs are really good but he's singing it like let's see if I can push past the good songs and make them bad <laughs> well his, you know? he was good when he stayed in his lane and did his Robert Plant impersonation you know but now he's going so far out of his way not to do Robert Plant anymore 
it's like irritating to hear he's like doing extra vocals like he's going high just to go high he's not going within the song structure anymore the band is so good he's fucking it up for me <laughs> you know <laughs> i i i pretty much agree with you i i do think that it's probably their best album so far because of the band and there are some songs i don't mind him but but I would have to say that um, yeah, um, they they. Oh, he's trying so. I would probably be a better singer for them. He's trying so hard to look like he's from the nineteen seventies with the fro and the freaking lack of facial hair that he's trying to grow. You know, dude, just grow a fucking full beard. Stop looking. You're growing a porno mustache, man. <laughs> Come on. It's and like he's wearing like seventies like awful clothes. Indian saris, yeah, which in India might work, but in America, it's, dude, you're wearing a dress. The whole band looks like they're from nineteen seventies, but he's trying to look like he's from a, a hippie from the sixties. It's like so off. It's like it, it just distracts me. And his voice, I like his voice, but he's overdoing it now. He's trying. They're trying so hard not to sound like Zeppelin. They're that he's fucking it up. Just go back to being Zeppelin clone, you know. Even Robert Plant liked your first album, <laughs> and he hated Kingdom Come. I love Kingdom Come, man. I I like them better than Gwyneth and Fleet. I do too. <laughs> it's like Give I like me a moment to take a few more sips, so then I can keep talking. You can keep talking, but just. You know, talk while I sip. Well, I already drank down my whiskey, so I can't fucking drink anymore. But I got a great buzz going, man. I'm buzzing. It's like you know the rock and metal combat podcast, right? They rule, right? It's like I I told somebody they got one drunk, we got two on our show. <laughs> um, you know what? I. That's I always consider it an honor <laughs> where I'm on one show and Ian acted like he was so irritated at me because I was acting more obnoxious than him. <laughs> that's, that's kind of a compliment. I, dude, I want to fucking... I want to fucking have a parlay with Ralph and just fucking say, you know what? You fucked up. I fucked up. I wasn't lying, but you thought I was. You know, we had a misunderstanding. Let's fucking bury the hatchet. I don't like having fucking... You know, dude, I love people. I don't like to have drama with anybody. The only one I can't fucking be friends with is Terrence because of his racist thing. But you know what? I forgive the guy. I just can't be his friend anymore. That's it. You know, I don't have right. to be his well, friend. I, I still am his friend. That's fine, man. I, I and that's cool. Don't hold that against me. I don't hold anything against anybody. If you hate Sammy Hagar, I don't fucking care. If you don't, if you like Terrence, I don't care. He's just not my bag anymore, man. The guy tries so hard to get back in my my good graces. I go, dude, let's just drop it. You know, let's like move our separate ways and. I don't talk shit about you. You don't talk shit about me. You know, we're fine. I, I look, the guy, 
I think he needs counseling. That's all. <laughs> you know, he has a hard life, man. His dad is, he takes care of his dad, and I appreciate that, man. But fuck, let's get off this topic, and let's get into this fucking album from 1984. Yeah, this fucking album. This fuck, fuck you. <laughs> you know, you know this album, Wheels Are Turning, has such a special place in my heart. That when people talk, oh. when I said this last, I said this last night on the Jerry and Mark, the uh, Mark and Jerry bullshit session. You're probably going to say it everywhere because you want everyone to know how much you love it. Yes, I want everybody to know how this band oh. has affected me and my musical fucking life. This and band. Because of that, I'm not going to erase my burps. <laughs> Well, fucking, this is from 1984, Wheels Are Turning, yeah. R.E.O. Speedwagon. And I said last night, it pisses me off. I love the movie, Detroit Rock City, where they get kiss tickets, and the mom burns the tickets, and the guy goes, this ain't fucking Chicago, this ain't fucking R.E.O. Speedwagon, it's fucking KISS, man! And KISS is worse than R.E.O. Speedwagon now. <laughs> so, fuck you, people. Aria Speedwagon rules. Without Aria Speedwagon, I would not have liked live concerts. They were the first oh. live concert I ever seen with them with Survivor opening on the Vital Signs tour. Well, that sounds good. It was fucking awesome. It was it was like a, a musical awakening for me, Lee, on seeing oh, live God. shows. After that, concerts have became my fucking Disneyland. Just put it that way. Oh. You know, people may not like... Bumper room. Um, here we go, loop-de-loop. Oh, here shit. Loop I dropped my mic. Here it's we bigger. go, loop ah, hold on. Concert tonight. Fucking alcohol. <laughs> Keep talking, Lee. I dropped my mic, my, my headphones. All right, there we go. Uh, wrong side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robber room, fucking! I spy Lee hating this album. <laughs> hmm. Hey man, I'm just telling you. I saw them on this tour in on this tour at the L.A. Forum, which Led Zeppelin and major bands have played throughout their career. And if you listen to the, they have live sessions from Led Zeppelin at the Forum. The form is one of the most iconic venues of all time. Not yeah. not not just because of music that live music that's played there because of the fucking LA Lakers. I can tell you that right now. Fucking Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, fucking uh Jerry West, fucking um the center they had. I can't remember. Wilt Chamberlain. Fucking yeah. one of the best venues in fucking sports and music history ever. But Aria Speedwagon, I, I did chores for my mom, and she brought me this album, because I said I wanted this album so bad, she brought the cassette home, and she also brought Survivor's Vital Science home for me on that day, and I was so jazzed to get these albums, I fucking sat there on my bed, fucking played the lead to I Don't Wanna Know on a broom, jumping off my bed, dude. Huh. This was my... We do an album together. I play the drums and you play the broom. <laughs> but dude, this album has such a special meaning to me. 
I love it. Now, it is such a fucking rocking album. You take out the ballad. I don't can't fight this feeling. This album is fucking seventies. Fucking Ario Speedwagon. It is fucking rocking as hell. Oh. And people just ah, I can't fight this feeling. I can't fight this feeling. Well, I'll get to it when we talk about that track. But this album has so, such a special meaning to me. Ario Speedwagon live. Their stage banter between Kevin. And Gary Richrath was amazing. I'm just telling Good. you, Kevin Cronin I'm is, happy you is like a it. great front man, and Gary was the most amazing guitar player live that you could ever see. I had this on VHS, this tour, this live concert. Yay! And I miss it. My ex, my first wife Ruby. made me. My first wife made me get rid of these VHS tapes. I had RSB and Weasel Turning. I had Yes 90125 Live. I had the Hooters. No. I had the Hooters. Fucking, um, their first album, Nervous Night Concert. And I love those shows. Is the first album by the Yes that you've heard, 90125? That is the album that got me into Yes. Yes. Oh. But I'm telling you. But I, dude, I went back and listened to Starship, all the other albums. We did the Yes album. Oh. We haven't yes, done, dude. we haven't done my favorite Yes period, which is with Trevor Rabin. We haven't done Trevor Rabin's solo albums, which I actually love also. Trevor <laughs> Rabin's voice is amazing. Changes, change, changing places. Root yourself to the ground. You know. He is an Trevor Rabin. I, I might as well get over my dislike of Avril Lavigne so we can do that album. Avril Lavigne sucks. Well, hey. If you're going to pick a suck out, my will do. Fuck. I'm going to bring Jerry Supe. Whatever it is. <laughs> he, said, he told me how to announce he had his name yesterday and I forgot already. Sorry, Jerry. I'm going to pick fucking 90215. 90125 and bring Jerry on this fucking podcast. If I decide not to do April Levine, will you take back that? No! Okay. You don't like April Levine! I, I'm gonna pick worse. I'm gonna pick Tony Child. Oh, that's not even rock! Uh, <laughs> it's kind of rock. It isn't rock at all, dude. Okay, man. She was um, the one who won against Melissa Etheridge and Shanae O'Connor. Well, I don't like Shanae O'Connor, but I do like the first two albums by Melissa Etheridge. Well, I, we ain't going to do them. I would do her first album. Her first album is Blues Rock, man. That Rick, Rick I, I like it, but I'd rather not do it on here with you. I don't want to do Andrew Jacobs come to my window, you know. <laughs> That's for you, Ian Wadley. <laughs> um, Fucking monotone guy. Actually, I I don't know if I could stomach Avril Lavigne, but there's an album by Ashley Simpson that I actually think is pretty, pretty fun. 
and I think that we should do it. And and I don't care whether or not she performed live on the show. <laughs> Saturday Live performed her vocals on the album. And it's a fun album. Have you ever heard the song? Whatever. Well, I I don't want to tell you what album it is, cause cause she did one that sounds more rocking, but she also did one that that has this really weird sound to it. But I think it's fun. Well, that's cool, man. I do it because Avril Lavigne is more rock. Uh, no, not Avril Lavigne. Uh, Ashley Simpson is more rocking than her um, her uh, sister. Yeah, yeah. If 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 you need to do yes nine zero one two five or whatever the hell it's called, then I'll I'll I, I'll I'll pick the Ashley Simpson album that has has the song that I think is fun. Alright, man. But I'm just telling you, man. This, this R.O.C. You're talking to me when I'm drunk. So I don't even know if I'll remember it later. I'll remind you. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you. Alright, man. But this band, R.O.C. Dragon, I love them. I've seen them like ten times. I've seen them with sticks. I've seen them solo. I seen him with Gary Richraff. I seen him without Gary Richraff. And Gary Richraff is one of my favorite all-time guitarists. But man, this band just has a special place in my heart, and they'll always be there. I love them. I'll see them anytime they fucking play LA. I'll see them anytime they play it in around my area. I fucking love them. Oh. It's like Dr. Seuss. I'll eat, I'll see them on a plane. I'll see them on a boat. I'll see them yeah, anywhere. Man. That, that, that I, I, I can understand. I love Dr. Soup. Yeah, man. I love this band. Uh, so I love Dr. Soup. I love Dr. Seuss, too. So let's get into this album. Wheels of Turning. Yeah, by Dr. Soup. Wheels of Turning is the 11th studio album by R.S. Speedwagon. Released in November 1984. It's their second best-selling album. Tied with Good Trouble. I'm like, what? Tied with Good Trouble? I thought High Infidelity was their best-selling album. Shit. I thought Good Trouble was like a... I love that album, though. Um, it's not as uh, known as High Infidelity and Wheels of Turning, but I love that album. And reaching number seven on the Billboard Top 200. Hey, Lee, your like, like, voice is like low in the mix, dude. Ah, come on. Get back on here. <laughs> It w the lead single was I Don't Want to Know, which which stalled. Well, you need to get on the mix, man. You're, you're like, stalled in the mix here. Well, I'm not doing the Wikipedia. I'm done with the Wikipedia now. I'm just going to say that Paul Green attributed the initial... Paul Green attributed the initial sluggish sales of Wheels of Turning before the release of I Can't Fight This Feeling Can't Fight This Feeling to the fact that I Don't Want to Know was not successful with Pop Radio Station. As noted, sales begin to take off after the release of the second single. But Kevin Cronin What did he say? I he said that they don't base songs on singles. They best they they just release what they fucking want to release. That's about it, you know? But let's get into this album, shall we? And the first track is I Don't Want to Know, which you picked. So here's I Don't Want to Know by the 
bitchin' Ario Speedwagon on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was I Don't Want to Know by R.S. Budek. Why did you pick this track, Lee? This is a good opening song. It's fun and rocking, and I dig it. It's perhaps one of the best comeback tunes from a band who had the ability to write really good songs, but they didn't continue doing it for a long time. But finally, they got back into it. Dude, that opening riff by Gary Rich Rap is fucking amazing. Oh my god, this song fucking rocks. Kevin Cronin wrote it. And fucking Gary, yeah. Gary fucking, fucking ruled on his track. The fucking lead on this song. The video is fucking funny as hell. Also, if you guys ever yeah. seen the video. This is amazing fucking rocker to start the fucking album. It's like, oh my god, they're fucking kicking ass. And this was the first single. They didn't release the fucking ballads. They released a fucking hard rocking Gary Riffin fucking track. And fuck you guys who don't like Gar fucking artist bagging because they fucking rock when they want to. And this proves it. This song rules, and I don't care what you guys think. This song rules. Uh, uh huh. And then we get to the next track, which you also picked. One Lonely Night. Yep. So here's One Lonely Night by Aria Speedwagon on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was I Gotta Feel More by Artist Spidegan. Why did you pick this song, Lee? I like this song. I do think, though, that it would have been really cool if a female singer did a cover version of it, like Marilyn Martin. Or I love Wild. her. I love I her. I think either of them could have done a good version of it and could have made it more well-known. Anyway, good song. I love both. I love Kim Wilde. I love Marilyn Martin. What happened? I, I don't know what happened to those people. They, like, disappeared, didn't they? Marilyn Martin did um, a duet with Peter Cetera, and then she Collins. sort of, like, flew the coop. But I would do her first album with you. She also but, did it. Her first like, album um, had the, the, the thing with uh, uh, Phil Collins. I... I don't like the song that she did with Phil Collins, but I like her song, Night Moves. I won't do the do with your night moves. I like that album. So we could do... There's another album that she did that I had that I forget the name of it. It's like... It's something called maybe like It's Not Unusual or it's... I, I forget what. But... Or, or, or it's it might be called it's something physical I forget the name of it but either of those two albums I would do man so I gotta feel more man this is an amazing track Lee and I'm happy you picked it because if you didn't pick yeah. it I would have so I picked another track that you might not like uh, we'll find out uh, this song, the, the chorus, I gotta feel more, more, more than I've ever felt before. There are deeper places to explore. I've seen the world through an eagle's eye. I felt the ocean's roar. I still love you to the core. I just gotta feel more. I never did believe the mountains could move. Never did believe the Yankees could lose. I never thought my love would come my way. I gotta see more. I gotta feel more. It's fucking soul. The fucking the way Kevin... Uh sings this song and the lead by Gary it's just so amazing this song has so much fucking soul to it it rules I love I have to I have to tell you that of the next two songs one of them isn't one of my favorites and the other one I really really like so if you pick the one that I really like I'm going to apologize to you. Okay, I hope it is. But fuck, I Gotta Feel More is so fucking amazing. I love this song, and it reminds me of the way I love my wife. You know, I love her That's so much. That's cool. And this song is amazing. And then we get to the next song, Break a Spell. What do you think of this one? I don't hate it, but this isn't my favorite type of tune from the group. At least it's not their worst song. That's about all I can say about it. I think this song is the worst song on the album. And it's okay. kind of kind of corny. And I won't skip it because it's still pretty good. But it's not the best. So I'll hey, give man, you that. I'm, I'm starting to like you again. Yeah, so the song I picked is the last song on the album. The title track. Wheels Are Turning. I... I Wow. So I picked Wheels Are Turning from Artist Moodwagon. 
And here it is on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was One Lonely Night. Why'd you pick this track, Lee? This is a pretty good song. I like it. It's one of the few songs Neil Doty wrote in the group. It's actually one of the best songs on the album. I like the melody and arrangements. It's it. The fucking solo on the song rules. Fucking Gary again, man. Oh, fuck the lyrics. You and your baby had some words today. You know, it's like one lonely night. Oh, one lonely night. That's all it takes to to completely break you. Kevin Cronin's vocals on this song is fucking amazing. This song is so fucking good. The lyrics rule. Neil wrote a fucking classic here. This is one of my favorite songs and one of my favorite videos. With a fucking, it's like a medieval knight that comes back, comes yeah, to the future. Yeah, I, I remember the video too. This song rules, dude. And it was this awesome live. I just can't, I can't believe how much shit this band gets. They write so many rockers, so many great riffs. And they give them shits because they do a lot of ballads. But they do a lot more rockers than ballads. This song is proves that this is a ballad that's hard rocking. Fucking, that fucking guitar solo that Gary does has so much fucking soul and it's so fucking slow and methodical and it fucking just bleeds into your ears and it's fucking ear candy. This guitar player was so fucking underrated that people need to fucking stop talking about Eric Clapton and talk more about Gary Richrath, man. Uh, Fuck! I don't agree. I, I believe we should talk more about Eric Clapton. But Fuck, but, me. but Gary fucking played just as slow as him, but fucking, you had the fucking, oh, Listen you just. Listen to the first Ario Speedwagon album with the videos with Terry Lettrell, and I'll agree with you. I don't like the first, I don't like the, the vocals on anything but Kevin Cronin, man. Oh, God. You don't like cheese unless it's. Well, actually, I like stinky cheese. So you only like blue cheese and you don't like cheddar. I can appreciate that. Fucking, I just love this song. This is... Dude, I, I, I still play this album to this day. And I fucking enjoy it as fuck. And it's so good. Oh, God. And then we get to Through the Window. What would you think of this song? It's a decent tune. I like it. I would rather hear a female vocalist do a cover of it, but this works. This is written by the bass player Bruce Hall, and his bro I think his brother Jeffrey B. Hall. Uh, yeah. This is a great song. Neil is playing great on this with the keyboards. It's like through the window, I slip away into the darkness. Fucking great fucking lyrics, man. Yeah. And the solo by Gary again is fucking amazing. You know, like if you like guitar playing, R the Speedwagon should be your so bag. So far, I seem to like all all the, the first three songs. So fuck me. <laughs> I don't want to fuck you, Lee. I'm not a. You know. uh, well, well I, 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 I mean, my mind. I'm not into men. <laughs> okay, I'm not into me or men either. I'm a woman. I, I mean, I'm into women. <laughs> All right, man. I'm into women too. And then we get to the next track, Rock and Roll Star. What do you think about this one? Oh boy, Whoopi! This song is not at all what a rock and roll star is. 
This song is what Barney the Dinosaur would sing to three-year-olds. These types of songs are too sugary sweet for me. Dude, he's talking about fucking how Do you he... hear the music? Oh, I, 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 won't, I, I won't interrupt you. I need to get the lyrics to this song right now because I don't think you know. Gary Richraff co-wrote this with Kevin. And everybody says when Gary writes a song, it rules, right? Um, I didn't say that. Well, a lot of people do. Ew. You know, Gary, this song is a fucking story song. You could sit there and think it's a movie. You know, it's like, I don't know. I love this song, you know. It talks about how he went to become a rock and roll star. And I'm fucking drunk right now. Now I only have one drink, man. That's fucking horrible. <laughs> I'm a lightweight today. It says, I was just a boy when the river ran dry. I could still remember my mama cry. She said, leave as fast as you can. Don't waste your life in this rock and roll band. I saw the light left as fast as I could. I knew deep down it was gonna do me good. So I threw my fender in an old friend's car. I knew I'd become a, come home a rock and roll star. So we hit the road and the road hit back. We thought we'd take the world with a hit and run attack. I'm center stage and it feels bizarre. Despite all the new cars and caviar, an overnight success created by the press. But they'll eat you up if you show them any stress. So I lick my wounds and I hide my scars. The whole world thinks I'm a rock and roll star. Fucking love those lyrics, man. It's fucking, it's like telling uh, you. The lyrics, fine. And Gary Richrath just fucking ruled on his fucking lead, you know. I tried to hurry up, make the plane, jump in the car. I'm home on alone. I'm a rock and roll star. It's like they're they're losing money. He's on alone, you know. It's a it's fucking cool, dude. You know dude. the song "Love Is a Rose," but you better not take it. It only grows when you're on the vine. I don't know, man. But the band produces. That, that's what this sounds like. <laughs> I, I it sounds like here we go, loop de loo. Here we go, loop de lie. Here we go, loop de loo. I'm a rock star tonight. Yay! And then we get to track number five, which inside one, if you have the vinyl, which I do. Uh, live every moment. What do you think about this song, Lee? This isn't my kind of song. It sounds way too much like some sort of John Tesh type of trip. It's totally bland, and if this is their idea of rock, it's not my bag, Bippy. I don't understand that, because you like positive Are fucking... You fuck you? Listen to the music! The music rules! Oh, God. This is one of my favorite songs off the album. It says, live every moment, love every day. Because if you don't, you might just throw your time away. It's a sappy piece of shit. You like positive music that fucking brings great vibes positive. to you. It's just, it's sugary sweet. It's the Banana Splits theme song. I could hear that ten times in a row. And that could be their album. 
but not this song. Oh my god, Lee, I thought you would actually like this song. No! Oh my god. This song, can you get the rocks out of your head and, and listen to what is good music? This is great music to me. Hey, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I'm gonna read you the lyrics. I'm sorry, I, I don't wanna swear and be mean at you, but but you're 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 never mind. But come on, during these tough times we're going through right now, isn't this a song you wanna listen to? No! It's a song I don't want to hear. The lyrics are amazing. It's just live every moment, love every day. I would rather just print them out on a piece of paper and see them without hearing the song. He says, I walked for seven miles this morning, footprints in the sand, washed away without a warning, the water hit the land. But I walk until I can no longer stand. I'll take you by the hand and, well, live every moment, love every day. Because if you know your precious time slips away. There's water in the wind tonight. There's a chill in the air. It's cooling on my skin tonight, soaking through your hair. The warmth enough within tonight for At both of us to share. Me drink. We can take it anywhere and will live every moment, love every day. Because if you know your precious times is away. Some, this is the best fucking lyrics right here. This fucking part of the song. Sometimes I wish we could... We could take a trip far away, leave all this trouble and heartache and pain for another day. I will search for the place till, till I find where all I can say is live every moment, love every day. Okay. Dude, they don't write lyrics like this anymore. They don't write positive songs in a rock song that fucking rules like this. This fucking is an amazing fucking song of lyrics and gives you positive vibes, man. It's, it, it, it like hits me in my heart. You know I what? I hope it didn't give you a heart attack. You know what, Lee? I didn't even write notes for this album because I know it so well. <laughs> you know, I had to write notes for this album because I don't know it. All right, you know, you pick some bitchin' songs, though. <laughs> gotta That's give you... because I'm a good bitch. <laughs> All right, then we get to the number one single on this album. You flip the bitch over, and we get to "Can't Fight This Feeling." What'd you think of this song, Lee? Next. All right, I love this song. It's a fucking heartfelt ballad that fucking put this album in the stratosphere and made it number one. Fuck yeah, I love this song. You know, I don't skip it. It's kind of boring to me now. But I still love it because it made other people listen to the fucking I don't want to know. One lonely, one lonely night through the window, rocking small star, live every morning. This album, this song made people listen to this fucking album. It made me fucking happy. And then we get to the next track, which you picked, Lee. Gotta feel yeah. more. So here's I gotta feel more on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Wheels Are Turning. What did you think of this song, Lee? This was a cool song. It sort of has the type of sound from the early days. It's a good song to close the album. It's probably one of the best songs they've done during that time, I dig it. There's maybe just a slight little something about it which made me not pick it totally. But, but otherwise, I think this is bitchin'. It's, it's actually a really, really good song. What about the fucking piano solo by Neil Daughtery in this song? Oh, I, I don't even um, think ab about it in that way. I just think the whole thing is really good. But Neil, dude, he does a piano solo and then Gary Richrack yeah, goes yeah, in the yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, you're thinking, I'm a piano player. I will, you know, think about piano players. The truth is, I... Even though I know music, I don't think like that. I, I, but, but, but no, I really do like his solo. I, I like, I like the whole thing. Yeah, it's like, dude, fucking Gary and Neil shine on this song, and fucking Kevin's voice is just so fucking soulful. It's like the lyrics. I've been sitting back quietly, watching as my spirit fades. All my attempts to do rightly get treated like some terrorist raids. Maybe I ask too much for you. Well, I ain't getting too much in return. I'll do my best to love you, baby, but the wheels are beginning to turn. When you cut down to the bone, it bleeds, but it heals. You could still hurt, but you must carry on. Because the wheels are turning, the feeling's burning, the thrill's returning, my soul is yearning. The heart is turning, the wheels are turning again. And then he goes, maybe I'm acting irrational. Hope I don't hurt your heart. The whole problem is only geographical. I just need some kind of new start. And if I don't get inspired around here, I'm going out to the world and learn. There's action in my soul tonight. I feel the wheels are beginning to turn. It's like in fucking amazing lyrics also, dude. Actually, um, there's just a little tiny bit of the lyrics, which was the reason why I didn't pick it. But I mean, musically, it's great. That's the only reason why I didn't pick it was because of a little tiny bit of the lyrics, but it's still a great song. Fucking amazing song to end a fucking great album to me. It's like fucking the lyrics just, it cuts down to the bone. It's like fucking, I remember the last time I got on one of these rolls, I learned about the tolls that it takes. I got something in my mind. It begins to unfold. I get it in the cold. I can't do what I'm told. I get out of control. I can't hold the brakes. Because when you cut down a bone, it bleeds, but it heals. The hurt, you must carry on. Because the wheels are turning. The feeling's burning. The thrill is returning. My soul is yearning. The heart is churning. And the wheels are turning again. And a fucking piano, fucking honky-tonk solo by Neil. And then it goes into a fucking blistering solo by fucking Gary. This fucking song just makes me go, give me fucking more music, Ario. And then it, it went. Me, I mean, it gives you diarrhea. Let 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 me get get rid of this shit and let me suck on your Ario Speedwagon music, baby. Dude, Kevin Cronin and Gary were one of the best lyricists of my lifetime. Neil Peart is my favorite of all time. 
And then we get to fucking other lyrics like oh, God. Tommy Shaw and Jack. Tommy, so I love Bob Dylan, dude. Fuck, we haven't done a Bob Dylan album. I would do a fucking Bob Dylan album in a second, dude. The best lyricist is me. But, but you haven't heard a lot of my... What are you talking about? I subscribe to your channel. I listen to your stuff like, all the time. Um, let me tonight. We can... Uh, like, uh, we can have a loving relation. Don't say no unless you want an execution. Be with me. We can form a generation. Don't fret it, honey. Unless you don't like collaboration. We Dude. Drink the mildew soup. Seriously. Affecting the, your brain. I wanted the mildew soup. Driving you insane. I'll, I'll stop there. Dude. That, last night. Last shit. night. Last night. But this will come out in July sometime. This episode. But last night on the Mark and Jerry bullshit sessions. I fucking sang your lyrics praise, dude. I fucking told. Bugs I said Lee is one. Lee is one of the himself. best lyricists who could do a parody and write a great song at the same time. He's fucking a genius. I've always told you, Lee, and I've said this on the podcast that you should get other people to sing your tracks and you should play piano with them because you rule at your lyrics and you're one of my favorite songwriters of all time. It's like, have you heard my song "Pimps with Pickles"? No, I haven't. But fucking okay. dude, I sang your praises last night. I told people to go listen to Bugs on Cheese with Rob Fiera doing your fucking song. And he does dude, it better than me, I think. He does do it better than you because he made it hard rock. But the well, thing that's is, that's how I'm supposed to do it. Your lyrics, the right way. Your lyrics are amazing, and people need to to oh, bow God. down. I wrote them when I was drinking. You need to. A lot of the fucking artists wrote songs that are drinking. Most of Aerosmith's '70s catalog is written on heroin. Stand up, don't stand up, sit down, don't do nothing. It ain't no good when boss man stuffing it down. There's those for paper notes of the babies cry while Sadie's light the feet when you're walking the street, dude. And um, stand up, sit down, and then um, the other one. I, I, I forget what how, how the other one started. Um, oh, um, oh, oh, wait. Um, some, like, um, something, something, no, just my home sweet home can't catch, no, just from a hot pill to, well, fuck. <laughs> Stand up, sit down, don't do nothing, it ain't no good when... I already did that one. Fuck it. Yeah, just fuck it all. But dude, I I sang your praises last night on a, on a Mark and Jerry bullshit I, session. I, I, I found I, I, I found it. Yes, sir. No, sir. Don't come close to my home. Sweet home can't catch no dust from a hard tail. Poontang sweetheart sweat who can make silk purse from a J. Paul getting his ear with the face in her beer. Okay? <laughs> Dude, what what you were doing the uh, fucking music to somebody else though. Last child. Yes. I knew it. Yeah, and, and and the thing is I said I I can do it. I said you write the best parodies and you write the best original songs. People just don't dig it because of your voice. And well, I I don't dig it either cuz of my voice. So kudos to them. <laughs> But I'm saying, if you get somebody to sing your tracks, I told you. 
Get somewhere but to they, see. There'll be like, I can't sing it because I don't know what we're supposed to do. And I might just make it tuneful and say, how can I? I wonder if we so bad. I wonder if we could get Ro, Rona Kaminsky and Netta Lorena to sing one of your original tracks. That might be cool. You know, we interviewed them. They like us, I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the Noma Kaminsky. She she got she got back to me. The 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 one from Pinpricks. Um. Wait, wait. Rona's from Pinpricks, no. and the other one, uh, uh, Netta's from uh, Smackbound. Um, it was Netta. Netta rules, She's man. the one who got back to me. Rona didn't. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I don't, no, no, no. She, she responded to me, but she said she'd listen to it, but she didn't say what she thought. Because uh, I think she's busy doing, a, like, a Whitney Houston show. That's I never expect much. But I think the pinprick, so the pinpricks are going to have a major announcement coming soon. Uh, but this is May, so we won't know till you guys listen to this in July. Uh, the fuck, man. Dude, you are an amazing fucking artist, and people need to fucking recognize and bow down to you. I'm just I saying. I believe it. Fuck, dude. I wish I had the fucking talent you had. The only thing that you need to do is to do what you want to do and do it. And don't be afraid of whether or not God or your parents or your sibling or your neighbors think. Just think in terms of you want to do what you do. Hey, and I... that's going to be what helps you. I give you lyrics all the time, and I want you to put them in your songs. You haven't done it. You did a couple. I, I've done some. I I, 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 I I, forget about some. I know I've given you some good lyrics about what you say, and I take your lyrics of what you're talking about and give you lyrics. Yeah, you are good. I, I There's about two or three songs on YouTube that we co-wrote. I know. I'm just so, a bitch. Hey man, you 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 got you got stuff. All right, man. Well, it's uh, dude, did You're I like Getty P? Oh, oh, I mean Getty Lee, who pees? Oh, 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 I mean, you're like Ghetto P. Okay, man. I'm gonna uh, let's get into our tracks of the week. Uh, and I didn't even pick one. I just picked one in my head right now. I fucked up. But you picked uh, Hudson Ford's I Don't Want to Be a Star. I didn't hear it yeah. yet, Lee. I'll get back to you later on that. You know, I always do. Oh, I don't know if you'll like it. <laughs> but then I also, uh, I always tell you what I think about it after I, like, I'm editing the episode and I listen to it. Uh, and, uh, I, I, I assume you will. And then I'm going to pick a track from the band Survivor, who opened up for Ario huh. uh, on this on this tour, uh, Wheels of Turning, from the Vital Signs album. I'm going to pick I Can't Hold Back. I know that one. I it's, love... It's typical of this period. It's fine. But it's an amazing track, though. 
you know. It, it it works with our review. It works with the review. And then we get to your track, which I haven't heard yet. Early. Uh, what is you this track like about? It. I like uh, I like ninety nine percent of your tracks, man. What are you talking about? This is point three percent you won't like. <laughs> That's funny as hell. All it's right, man. All right, man. You don't like you don't like um art art music. But I like your artsy fartsy music. Well, okay, I I I I, I smile. All right, so that was our review of Aria Speedwick and Wheels of Turning. Tracks of the week are Hudson Ford's I Don't Want to Be a Star, Survivor I Can't Hold Back, and Lee's Track of the Week, Early. And also do us a favor, go check us out on YouTube. We have a YouTube exclusive page where we do Friday videos where we just talk about bullshit and bullshit like the Mark and Jerry bullshit sessions, except we talk about more music. And we don't talk about politics, but uh, the Mark and Jerry is getting away from politics because we have more fun without fucking politics and bullshit shit that brings us down. You know, we just want to be positive now. We just mm -hmm. want to talk about positive shit. Fuck this. The thing this. that would not bring me down is if you stop doing it, and I only do it on my own. <laughs> but no, 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 never, never, never mind. I, I need you to bring me down a little bit. Oh, oh, don't bring me down. No, no, no. You like you like the song? <laughs> By Beatles? Huh? The Beatles song? I don't know. Tom Petty did a cover of it on a live album. No, I think it's... I don't know who's... I think it was the Animals, right? Don't bring me down. No, it goes, no, no, no. Don't bring me down. No, 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 no. Oh, Oh, God. Whatever. Man. You sound like Frankie goes to Hollywood. Relax. Don't do it when you want to go to it. Relax. I like, that. I like it too. Oh, 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 oh. Looks what's Let's happening now. And drink beers and sing Frankie goes to Hollywood together. All right, man. I like Frankie goes to Hollywood. Yeah, let's do it in front of a big crowd. <laughs> dance together. And then they okay? get then they get fucking tomatoes at us. That'll be fun. Uh, uh, hey, we can we can we can use them for barbecue. Hey man, <laughs> they threw some tomatoes at me and they landed on my shirt, but my shirt was clean, and so we made some barbecue tomato sauce. Have some barbecue tomato sauce from my shirt, baby. I'll give you some barbecue tomato sauce, all right? <laughs> oh. I know, right? All right. Oh. All right, so that's our uh, podcast for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure and go check us out on YouTube, Podbean, and Apple Podcasts. All right, and check out the Lee Gershman Show on Stitcher. And uh, thank you very much. Yeah. Check out, uh, so go subscribe to our uh, Facebook page. Uh, subscribe to Lee. Uh, friendly, he likes everybody. He's cool as long as you're not a dick. And friend me too. I'm a dick though. Uh, so <laughs> have a good day, and you know what to do, Lee. You need to say fucking goodbye. Fuck you and goodbye.
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.